Sustainability keeps climbing higher on company agendas across the globe. Enterprise leaders must wrestle with wide-ranging stakeholder and policy interpretations about sustainable business operations and development. They need to find ways to thrive in a dynamic landscape where global industry and business collaboration, society activism, and innovation acceleration drive climate and biodiversity ambitions. Gardner analyst Tiny Haynes says there are many factors that can help IT leaders achieve sustainable future. The idea of simply using renewable energy is not sustainable in its entirety, he said. It's certainly a big contribution to sustainability, but it's not a totally sustainable approach. Instead, Haynes advocates that these goals need to be part of an organization-wide effort. The pandemic forced organizations to look at sustainability, he said, and has provided incentives to go green. In this podcast for Future CIO, we speak to Sumir Bhatia, president at Lenovo ISG Asia Pacific, for his perspective on environmental responsibility in the data center. Sumir, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you. A pleasure to be here and thank you for inviting me. Even before COP26, environmental responsibility has been creeping into corporate agendas. I heard this a lot with CFOs and CIOs last year and even this year. In your view, how has ESG impacted the way data centers are designed, planned, operated, managed, and even decommissioned? So, Alan, uh, thank you. First of all, let me talk first about the awareness. You know, as I'm seeing, there's more and more awareness around ESG. Consumers are becoming more aware of ESG and the impact of their actions, their personal actions towards it. Also, most important is that companies have started to include it in their charter, and they want to deal with companies that also have ESG goals. Now, companies have a, a moral imperative. Now, that that's definite there, but they're also looking at how efficient that can they be. And, and let's look at let's look at the return on investments on ESG. You know, those that have cost-efficient operations, it really results in more profitability, actually. So, you know, there was a MSCI research uh, which says, those with higher scores on ESG actually have lower costs of capital, lower equity costs, lower debt versus those with lower scores. And that's very important when organizations start getting more aware that there's actually a real benefit apart from the moral imperative. You know, your other question on data centers, you know, uh, how are they being planned and operated and managed? Now, if you if you look at the last decade, even if you go over the last couple of years, just see the volume of data. Which really means, you know, data is really going up, which really means that you need more servers to manage that data, which means higher carbon emissions and energy consumption. And this is going up many folds. Now, data center waste elimination and energy consumptions, if you look at, are the key low-hanging fruit to look at. So the first thing that organizations and data centers can look at is waste elimination and energy consumption. How can we lower that? And that that's one of the first things that they can look at. There's definitely an urgency now in how we build data center and bring in that overall efficiency. From a technology standpoint, how do we do this? So over the years, if you look at it, there's more better processor efficiency coming in, which means that the processors can, and I talked about the increased data, there's more processes that can actually take care of more data, which means lowering the number of servers in the data center, which means lowering the power. So that's that's the first thing. The second is that there's a lot of different technologies coming in, like uh, one of the things that we push in the high performance uh, compute uh, arena uh, in, in larger data centers, water cooling technology. 
energy, really bringing that power and uh, efficiency and energy down. So these are some of the aspects that are being really looked at when a data center is being planned and uh, data centers being even existing ones, uh, looking at how we can bring in further efficiency into it. If you look at these ESG directives and how they've changed over the years, how has it impacted the way users view IT? So look, you know, I touched upon it previously, you know, how perceptions are changing about ESG. So uh, as that is happening, that perception is also changing with the way they actually look at IT. And ESG practice is really including now IT. And if you really look at organization, they also look at how it impacts their own agenda and values when they're leveraging the entire ESG and also an IT ecosystem. If you look at some of the surveys that have been around, and I've, I've been reading so many surveys, there was one that I read, talked about how the young consumers aged between 17 and 38 feel a lot older than that, but being you know really twice as likely to take ESG issues into consideration when choosing a brand to work for and what to invest in. And this is very important. And, and when they start using IT, there's a purpose is also considered so if you think about when somebody is buying a product, I mean, that's very important, but they're also looking at, and this relates to IT, is the purpose around that product. Do you have a purpose in, in, in uh, looking at ESG? And this is really starting to come in. So look, we see shifts in the way users view IT. And as I mentioned, how they evaluate the ESG practices in various IT processes. So let, let me give you an example. You know, as I see more organizations procuring IT, so what's the first thing that they look at. They look at how efficient are they? Is it how reliable is it? What's your price? But procuring IT equipment that's also manufactured sustain sustainably and meets the environmental benchmarks is also being considered. So, you know, that's a big shift where people say, let me look at your price. Let me look at your reliability. What is your ESG? Is it manufactured sustainable? Also, you know, it's not just hardware equipment. You're talking about services. It goes to the services level. Uh, do you have a measurable environmental impact, for example, to offset carbon schemes that allow users to invest in environmental? environmental projects to balance out the carbon footprint. And also a very important question that is being asked is that IT products and equipment, are they being reused and maximized in the life cycle of that product? And then that comes in at the end of life, what do you do with it? Uh, are you disposing it right? And, and this is a big factor. Are we disposing those products right? And that's really coming into the consumers and how we do it. So right from the consumers asking that to the IT buyers, really thinking of how that view is really changing. We've started to see a lot more prominence in the use of software to operate data centers, right? Do you feel that software itself will contribute significantly to how we meet ESG initiatives for a lot of the data center operators and the CIO himself? Yeah, absolutely. So, so look, where you can take software into environments that replace what hardware does, it definitely impacts and will improve. End of the day, when you look at the data center, what are you looking at? You're looking at you want to reduce the footprint on the data center. You want to reduce the number of servers, the number of data storage and other networking. And if software can actually 
do that role to a great extent. And it's it's happening. It proves uh, uh, that it will actually help. End of the day, look at reducing the footprint. Look at how we, we can actually reduce the energy. And, you know, I would say look at any 35 to 40 percent of the uh, the cost of running a data center is actually the power usage. So if you can go and reduce that and also from an environment perspective, that's huge. And, and I think software does play a, as a very, very uh, a strong part. And there's there's many, many aspects of the entire solution, whether there are elements of networking where there's element of as, as simple as, as RAID cards that manage storage, which is software uh, RAID solutions. Absolutely. I mean, these, these are definite areas that can actually improve. As we move forward, okay, what sort of innovations or developments within the data center are evolving to support ESG initiatives? Uh, as an example, we started to hear a lot more about net zero carbon data centers. Is that even a possibility? And what needs to happen for data centers to achieve or come near this net zero carbon goals? First of all, um, if, if you look at globally, there's a high level of ambition on sustainability. And I think that's important. You do have to have an ambition on sustainability. And many companies and governments are announcing their net zero uh, commitments. That, that's a global uh, statement. I mean, if you look beyond Asia Pacific, 25 operators and 17 associations in the data center industry pledged to be net zero carbon by 2030. Now, this is demonstrating the sector is absolutely serious about this. If you look closer to home, Asia Pacific, we live in many tropical countries. Uh, this might take the form of deploying more focus around the energy, solar power for data centers. And I, I kind of alluded to, the, to this in the previous uh, discussion. Or installing better cooling systems, uh, running data centers at cooler temperature to minimize power consumption becomes complex in, in Asia Pacific. And why? Because of the weather. How do you do this? But in fact, cooling te technologies, as I, as I mentioned, 35 to 40 percent of total data uh, center energy demand. That is the first thing that we can crack. And I talked about it, the low-hanging fruit. So we're looking at significant opportunity there to go and improve it. I'll give you an example. And, and uh, we here at Lenovo, and we've developed something called Neptune. And Neptune, as you know, is a god of water. It uses a technology, uses warm and air cooling to extract heat from the systems. So it's not even uh, cooled or refrigerated water, but it's just regular water. So you don't have a refrigerator in, uh, to cool the system. So regular water uh, that goes through the system to extract heat from the system, preventing that from overheating, lowering electricity con consumption, and uh, obviously keeping data center uh, cool. Uh, let me give you an example uh, here in Asia Pacific. We've helped uh, the Malaysian Meteorological Department, uh, known as MMD, to withdraw 90% of heat generated from their data operations. Now, just imagine that prioritizing sustainability uh, isn't a one-time action, really. You know, so you, you can't just say, I'm going to do it, but it's a long-term commitment. And you keep deploying it, keep looking at different ways to go and reduce it. Uh, one customer in Europe, uh, where it's a lot colder than it is here, used the wa warm water, which actually comes out of the system, to heat the building. And it comes out cool, cools the system, and it goes back and cools it. And that's the sustainability that we can think of. Five to 10 years ago, this wasn't an option. Today, those options are there. So again, I think there's, uh, you know, our personal goal is uh, to reduce direct emissions and emissions related to purchased uh, electricity within our, our organization, cooling by 50%. And this emission target contributes the effort to, uh, you know, the overall uh, global uh, warming to reduce it 
by 1.5 degrees. So I think every organization, as I get and start talking to more CIOs, everybody's starting to get a charter. How can I reduce it? And I talked about this earlier. It's not just about the features, about the price, but how can I have a sustainable data center? I think these innovations from products, you asked me about software, how can we build in software? How can we go and bring uh, solar power, uh, water cooling power into the data center? These areas are key technology that we're building it. Lastly, and I touched upon this earlier, but I want to just emphasize this again, is just how the efficiency of uh, the CPUs and the servers uh, using less power to crunch more data, coming back to the point of a lower footprint in the data center. So all these things add together, which actually give an amazing outcome that we're all looking at. Now, you did mention that ESG is a long-term goal. Now, into 2022, which is next year, what can we expect in terms of how data centers, in-house data centers, these will evolve to meet ESG initiatives? And how do you see these developments aligning with the greater use of third-party cloud services? So first of all, you know, I, I think as we move into uh, 2022 and we're seeing that trend, I think we can expect data operators really to start engaging in strategies that can be real difference in addressing this climate change. So that really means oh, in this cl uh, climate crisis. Uh, so it really means about bringing more efficiency, urgency into data centers and ha having a very clear plan in how they want to actually bring in their ESG targets into their organization. So, so I think that is a big, big focus. I also expect in 2022, as we get into it, data center operators will, will embrace sustainable energy strategies. It's going to get bigger and bigger. That utilize a digital solution that matches energy use with 100% renewable energy and ultimately operates at a, a 24 by 7 sustainable energy. You know, take Singapore as an example. The government realized that data centers took up 12% of the nation's electricity demand in 20 and obviously 2022 as it keeps going on. But they had a more a moratorium saying that construction of new data centers was issued to support the growth of more sustainable data centers. This initiative, it's actually propelled collaboration between organizations, vendors, and public sector to ensure the sustainable data centers. And that's just an example. That's just an example how governments are also getting involved to make sure that there is a requirement to do it. And it's, it's about partnership. It's about how it's getting together. So back to 2022, I think it'll be crucial to build a renewable energy success by seeking ways to a much cleaner energy procurement of data centers. And that really means that when organizations look at that, I don't think they can do it alone. They need a strong partner. They need a strong partner, how they can go into that journey. Now, your question on third-party cloud services. Uh, and see, the onus is clear that speeding up the adoption of sustainable data centers is critical. So we're seeing that in the cloud, third-party uh, data centers, in-house data centers, really have the same objective. And when organizations are looking at third-party data centers, the same question will be asked, how are you managing it? In fact, questions apart from procurement and price is where is my data housed? How efficient are you in the sort of servers that you're using? Uh, what is the energy that you're using in my servers? These are the questions being asked even on a third party uh, requirement in the cloud or wherever. So I think that's good. You know, the questions are being asked. Now, I also find that as we get into 2022 and, and beyond, you know, we, we're seeing this at Lenovo, you know, as I talk to more customers, you know, we're finding the question of where do I house my data? 
what sort of energy do I require? Does it meet my ESG requirements? How can I build a hybrid data center? How can I bring elasticity to it, it and use it on a need basis that I have a certain in-house data center and use certain amount only when required? That's saving energy. Uh, we also look at ISG, and if I, if I may say so, we strongly believe that smarter technology can solve problems create opportunities, transform the way we live, learn, work, and heal. And how are we doing this? And that all needs technology. And I talked about this early, the data out there, this all needs technology and it's getting more and more. So we personally are creating sustainable data centers that use energy efficient and often uh, latest in cutting edge technologies to really get more green data center movements. I'm seeing when companies are talking about it, they want to make sure that they have the right partner so that they have the right journey into their objective. And I think in 2022, I'm going to see more and more companies asking, what is your ESG goals? How can you help us in our sustainable energy journey? What is your energy rating of your servers and and so forth? So, and I think more and more of these questions will be asked, not only of vendors, but also for third-party cloud services, which I I think brings an old, well-rounded strategy for organizations in their journey into the future. So, and going back to what I said right at the outset, consumers are going to be asking that question too when they buy a product. What's the purpose, not only of what this product is, but what as an organization is your purpose? Sumir, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CIO. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for your questions. I really enjoyed that. That was Sumir Bathia, president of Lenovo Infrastructure Solutions Group, or ISG, for Asia-Pacific, on the topic of post-COP26 sustainability strategies for the data center. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now.